The following podcast is sponsored by SuperheroStuff.com. Sci-Fi For Me Radio presents Jason Hunt, Timothy Harvey. This is H2O. You know, I mean, not for being doing anything, right? And and that's fine. You know, I mean, it, I, it's it's mm, irritating as all hell, but it's also, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. If if people are going to treat you like a star, then you'd be a fool not to take advantage of it. I right. mean, not not be horrible about it, which that was kind of one of the problems with with some of these folks is that sure. they are, they. They are horrible, <laughs> and, and 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 if any of them haven't ever listened to us say things like that, because I presume you're recording it. Yes, point, I am. I knew I am. you were. Um, is always hit the button when people start talking. Exactly. Is is you know what? If you're not accomplishing anything, if you're not if you're not being anything, if you're just there, mm. um, what what good are you? Uh, and I, and that's and maybe that sounds a little a little harsh, but there is you know the, the celebrity cult, celebrity culture is not new. This is not this is not a modern phenomenon. No, no, not um, any stretch of the imagination. The subject of our conversation today, Chewbacca Mom, yeah. Candace Payne. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor at sci fi sitting across from Mr. Timothy Harvey. Hello. The editor at horrorforme.com. I guess we'll, uh, we'll claim you. Well, <laughs> yeah. And this is H2O. <laughs> this is this is our weekly podcast where we talk about various sundry things and um it it was it was a choice between this and the Star Trek fan guidelines. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll we'll do that in an echo chamber because I would like to get a, a more of a group dynamic talking about oh, that sure. um, because the, the internet, of course, is full of rage and hate towards CBS and Paramount. What? You don't say. I know. It's you like, know, how dare they? Well, you know, funny story. I was going to uh, also bring up tonight um, the new the new Ghostbusters remix song. Oh, the theme song. I haven't yeah. heard it yet. Um, well, and of course, the internet has exploded with hate and rage. Sure. Uh, and I listened to it. The internet is fueled by hate and rage. You know Very what? much like in Ghostbusters 2. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think that if were happiness and joy to descend upon the internet... It would break. We didn't, wouldn't know what to do with it. It'd be like, it, is it all cat pictures? Is that <laughs> all it is? Uh, <laughs> yes. But no, I, I, no, I listened to it tonight. And it, it's a song. Mm-hmm. It's I'm, I'm, I failed. I, first of all, I fail to see what the anger is musically. How is it though? It's dull. I, ha- I, mean, I haven't listened to it. Is it, it, is it's it? dull. And yeah. and but here's the interesting thing that that I was going to mention about the whole the whole thing that it kind of falls into the whole Ghostbusters remake. Walla walla, the world is ending. How can you remake my childhood movie thing? Um, is that in the eighties and the nineties? Theme songs, or actually before that, even I mean, you go back, you go back to classic Hollywood. Theme songs were a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Theme, theme songs haven't been a big deal for ten, fifteen years. So the idea that somehow that the Ghostbusters theme needed to be this groundbreaking piece of of music, this yeah. you know, 
I think the Bond theme is probably the only one that's still out there that's kind of a thing. Um, yeah, there's I mean, really not a theme for any other the, any any other movie. Right. I mean, really. the, so bringing in, bringing in a big musical star mm-hmm. to sing the Bond theme is still a big deal. Um, and you can tell when they get it wrong or they they pick the wrong star. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, I don't know the last one. Um, that's a personal opinion. I was not a big fan of the the, the Bond theme. The, Wasn't that Adele? No, that was the, was the Adele was the year before, and she was great. Oh, she was Spectre. she was she was Skyfall. Oh, Spectre, Skyfall. Spectre was the the some guy who his voice is fine, but it's mm. just eh, like it's no you know there's no Shirley Bassey there. Um, and who is? Let's face yes, it. Yes, but really true. So I'm I'm listening to the it's it's Fallout Boy and I guess Missy Elliott I think do the mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, yep. and it's fine, but it's not you know we haven't had that kind of you know musical pop star breakout song theme song for a movie for a really long time. So it's kind of I have I have a real feeling it's folks that are you're in my age <laughs> who are who don't want to see a Ghostbusters remake anyway. Right. And and that's fine. You don't have you know they don't have to watch it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just it's there. But at the same time, I've been listening to the the songs they've been releasing for the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Oh, uh, there's a new one from Twenty One Pilots, um, which is actually quite a catchy little tune. And then there's another one that I saw that just I guess it just premiered the video for it just premiered a couple of days ago or today or something. Um, can't remember the name of it actually. But it's it's sort of a rap, uh, hip hop song, and it's catchy and it's got a nice beat, and you can almost dance to it. <laughs> um, but it's full of it's got it's got folks from Imagine Dragons and and so it's like so it's a mix of pop star and, and rap thing, and they're just catchy tunes, and you can see how they but they they sound like movie soundtrack tunes. I mean, they sound like something you would hear in a movie soundtrack, which is fine, which is good, right? So you know, it's the nostal- the nostalgia effect. You know that how mm-hmm. it's as opposed to the Axonar effect, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's, it also, it, but it also kind of ties in here because we have we get you know um, Star Wars is like that as well. So you end up with that that it's that child the power of your childhood. You know, it's like when you and I were talking about watching the preview for the new one, right? And that sit there where we got that catch. Mm-hmm. In our throat, yes, and that feeling in your chest when the music swelled, and the Millennium yeah. Falcon tore into the sky, and we're oh, like, "Yes, you know." So it's, but it's exactly that. So I specifically, and I've said this before, I specifically waited, did not watch that on the internet. Oh yeah, I, I, I waited to see it in the theater first. Whereas that's where you do. I it. gave in to temptation and and watched it a ridiculous number of times. You are, you are weak, sir. I am. I weak. am. I admit it. I, I'm. I make no claims to be strong, yeah. um, but so it's 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 you have that kind of reaction from fans about the things the, the, those powerful stories, and a lot of them come out of childhood. And and if you were the right age, to have Ghostbusters be a big deal, mm-hmm. to have Raiders of the Lost be a big deal, or, or Star Wars, or Jaws, or Halloween. Or, Do you see G- uh, George Lucas is supposed to be uh, involved in the story on Indy Five? He always is. Spielberg said that he'd be he would he would be dumb not to include him. No. Did you see that Lucas's uh, museum is now going to leave Chicago? Oh it's no, not, it's not going I into Chicago now. Apparently, apparently there were he was he was the victim of of NIMBY. Not in my backyard. Oh, and which I'm like, okay, seriously, 
you guys you guys know who George Lucas is, right? <laughs> you know what kind of cool stuff is going to be in that museum? Yeah. Okay, well, fine, yeah. whatever, Chicago. But it's, it's it wasn't the first place. I guess the first place. Uh, I can't remember where the first city was, but Chicago was where he went after that because it was the same thing. Well, his wife's from Chicago. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and now they're looking. I guess they're looking for a new place for it. So which is well, throw it in Kansas City. I we guess. take it. I'm sure. I guess. So um, the, so Chewbacca mom. Yeah. Candace Payne. She's a, a stay-at-home mom from Grand Prairie, Texas, mm-hmm. which is right outside of Dallas. Yeah. This thing blew up. On Facebook Live video, 140-some-odd million views broke the record mm-hmm. for Facebook view for Facebook Live video. Of course, that thing hasn't been deployed for very long, so I imagine that at some point that record will be broken. Sure, but that's a, that's nothing to be you oh, know, no, no, that's substantial. At, right? yeah. That's substantial. I'm sitting there. Going, we would take that many views. Right? Is that all it takes to put on a Chewbacca mask? And 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 we we missed it. <laughs> I know. We did not. Get the opportunity there, um, but the 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 aftermath. I don't want to say fallout, but the aftermath. Well, there's aftermath and there's fallout. The aftermath of this. NPR, mm-hmm. BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. Now, all all of this in the span of like a couple of days, right? Over because the thing blew up. Entertainment Tonight, uh, Fox and Friends, Fox Four in Texas, mm-hmm. in in Dallas, the the local affiliate there. She's thrown out the pitch. She's thrown out the first pitch for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays and the Texas Air Hogs. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texas the, what? The Texas Air Hogs. It's a minor league team. Oh, okay. And the there was the uh, Tampa Bay Houston game. Mm-hmm. So you know she went to Houston. James Corden, Late Late Show. Right. Um, and all of this stuff is online. You can you can find all this stuff. She did the you know the the karaoke car. Right. With James Corden and J.J. Abrams in the back seat, right? Flipped out. It just uh, I have to process. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good Morning America, mm-hmm. where she was surprised with a gift, a, a gift basket from Hasbro. Mm. Uh, just a bunch of action figures. You know, mm-hmm. most of them the 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 big. You know the uh, the Star Wars Black series. Oh, sure, yeah, you know yeah. the, uh-huh. the the nice ones. Yeah. So Hasbro gives her that plus a $2,500 gift card for other Hasbro stuff. So she can either, you know, get stuff for her kids or she can get stuff for the neighbors or the friends and the family or whatever, Mm -hmm, right? Kohl's, the store where she got the mask, Mm -hmm. completely by happenstance, by the way. She was not going in there for for a mask. She was going in for yoga pants. Right. And she comes out with the Chewbacca mask. Um, Apparently, she bumped it. She she didn't find the yoga pants that she wanted. She mm-hmm. was bummed out. So she went over to the toys just to kind of, you know, whatever, and bumped this mask. Mm-hmm. And and at the at the point where it made a noise, right. she's like, oh, I have to have this. Mm-hmm. And that's where the video came from. So, um, so yeah, so, so Kohl's, now, of course, I mean, the thing sold out. Nobody can get a mask. You, right. you can't yeah. find them anywhere. But Kohl's brought masks for the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. And another $2,500 gift card mm-hmm. to the family. And uh, Hasbro gave her her own action figure. Right. I saw that. Uh, it's a single. It's a one of a kind. It's not, it's not something that's going to be mass produced. Right. Uh, so don't, don't look for it on your shelves for Christmas or anything. But it's, it's the Chewbacca torso. It's the Chewbacca body. Mm-hmm. And it's a sculpted head 
of Candace Payne. <laughs> and they said it's a remarkable likeness, especially given how fast this thing turned around. I mean, this has only been out a week. Right. She gets this thing. And, of course, it has a Chewbacca mask that can come on, you know, that can be taken off, put right. on, whatever, right? And let's see what else. She's visited Disney's Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. She got a trip with the family. Uh, she visited uh, now. This is this is some nice stuff here. You know, it's, it's not all it's not all uh, materialistic things. There right. was some benefit here. Uh, she was talking on Good Morning America that she said that that she had gotten a, a message from a mother. Uh, the child, the child has some sort of an illness, mm -hmm. uh, a mental, uh, a mental thing that uh, she hasn't laughed in months. Mm. And every time she sees this video, the child laughs. I mean, this is one of the this kind of if it's it's kind of bringing this kid back to life okay. type of thing. Oh, wow. uh, and then and then, of course, she she uh, visits cancer patients now. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, in, uh, oh, where was it? Um, Children's Hospital in Dallas. Mm -hmm. A Florida university, Southeastern University in Florida, mm -hmm. announced this past Monday, uh, they've presented Candace and her entire family with full tuition scholarships. Now, her kids are only, you know, yeah. 10, 12-ish years old. You know, they're not going to college anytime soon. Right. But Southeastern University in Florida has already said, hey, full ride. <laughs> According to this article in Time Magazine, the money section, Chewbacca mom, here's the headline, Chewbacca mom has gotten $420,000 worth of gifts since Facebook video went viral. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is incredible how this has just blown up. Um, the mask horse sold out in the store. She's gotten oh, so this this article here from Time just kind of details out all of the different things. Three thousand dollar gift card from from toll, from Coles. Travel and talk show visits worth seventy five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World vacation seventy five hundred dollars. Um, it's just amazing how all of this kind of just happened. Mm -hmm. Boom, done. I mean, from everything that I've seen online, all of the video and everything, you know, interviews, and she she got up and spoke in front of her church. Mm -hmm. Uh, on Sunday, when all of this was happening, she had just come from the BuzzFeed or the NPR interview, and she was getting ready to go do the the BuzzFeed interview afterwards. But she was talking to uh, a church group, talking about the fact that um, you know it, 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 you never hear her talking about the stuff, right? You know, it's always about what she can bring to other people. You know the the joy that she talks about in the video, the the happy stuff. I mean, the and the la her laughter is infectious. Mm -hmm. I have to admit. You know, even even I, grumpy old man that wait I minute, am. Wait a minute. Did, did your heart grow two sizes? No, <laughs> okay, no. I'm just checking. Not that much. 
but yeah, we, I mean, color, and, we color correct him, guys. He's actually <laughs> he actually is green. But I think um, the dog it does have antlers. I think the world. I think the world needs more of that. It needs more. It needs more silly. It needs more fun, happy. You know, just. It's ironic that I'm saying this. You should be saying this because the com- these words coming out of my <laughs> mouth, they just they just taste wrong. Um, <laughs> Which is why they're tr- we know they're true. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Well, okay, yeah. Well, look at it this way. I mean, I think I in just watching that, what you get the sense of is it's a grown up playing. It's a grown up being allowing themselves to be silly, allowing themselves to have fun. Yeah, and we are. <laughs> You and I have not the first time we've talked about this, mostly <laughs> off the air. Um, we're not, it's, it's like we're not allowed to do that anymore. You know, if you. No, we've been conditioned. Right. And you're, we're, we're, we're serious adults. We do serious things. And whether it's, you know, even stuff like that, that what we do here, where we, you know, watch shows and then write reviews or, or interview folks at conventions or do, you know, podcasts or whatever it is. This is, this is work. It takes time. It takes effort. Um, it's fun. We have a good time. But, you know, it's not play. Not really. Right. And so, but as an adult, you're, you know, okay, sh- you know, maybe. See, grown-ups have a different kind of play. It, uh, you know, camping, you know. Sure, but it's not, uh, but it's not allowing driving yourself Driving the to RV. Be, it's not allowing yourself country. to be silly. Not allowing yourself to, to, to just laugh. Right. And, and be a kid again. And when you're a child, you're encouraged to do that. If you, you know, you're encouraged to to be silly and play and have fun. Up until a certain point, and then it's time to grow up. Right. And there's something to be said for allowing yourself as a grown-up to just be silly and have a good time. And catch yourself in a laughing feedback loop where you can't (laughs) stop laughing because you're having so much fun. And I there's cannot a, it's remember. A, a joyous thing. Yeah, it I is can, a joyous. Thing. I cannot remember the last time I got caught in a in a feedback loop like that. It's been years since I've laughed that hard. Yeah, and not been able to stop myself. No, we um we've had I've, had, I've certainly had had good times laughing with with friends and and we just did the the one night stand film competition here and there were mm. some very funny films. Um, we laughed. Very, very hard at Milo's, our friend Milo Dobbs' movie. Um, Milo we, used to contribute on our on know, our site. I know, a long time ago. Um, but he, uh, his his film was really funny. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's that feeling where you you're you and your friends are feeding off each other, where the laughter just doesn't want to stop. That's yeah. that's not common. And so to have that, and especially now where we are, it is so easy to dwell on everything that can go wrong and does go wrong and all the darkness and all the grim. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, you know, we can complain all we want about, about Man of Steel and, and, and Batman versus Superman and the grim dark, but part of that is, is that we get enough grim dark in the real world. Well, and I think for us, for you and I, for you and me mm-hmm. uh, specifically, yeah. um, that's, it's one of those things where um, I know you, we've talked about this on the air and we've talked about it off the air. The, the fact that we both have um, uh, bouts of depression mm-hmm. that we have to deal with. And, and it's one of those things where 
the dark times, mm-hmm. you know, before the dark times isn't there very much. Right. You know, we do have those moments, and and I have uh, I I'm I'm old enough now, and I have gone through it enough now to recognize when when one of those is getting triggered. Oh yeah. Uh, or yeah, and and even when it's kind of spontaneous and there's no real discernible trigger for it, I can feel it happening. Right. I, I oh, can yeah. feel when that's coming on, and, and you you've gone through this too. And this idea of trying, basically, just kind of pushing through it mm-hmm. and doing this. I have lost count of how many times I was just ready to just shut this whole thing down <laughs> and just go crawl up in a corner uh, because you know it's it's. It is, like you said, it is work. It yeah. is, you know, yes, we do have a good time here. We have a lot of fun doing all of this stuff. We do it because we're fans of the genre. We, mm-hmm. do, we do it because, you know, this is the kind of stuff that we'd be doing whether we were recording it or not. We have these conversations. Right. But it is work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the day jobs being what they are, when we go and do this, it's in the evenings mm-hmm. and of course you know the the post production on all this stuff we record this and you go home and i sit and i edit and it's probably you know 11 o'clock midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m right writing articles editing editing audio editing video whatever it is that we're doing to prep content to put on the site because i try to i try to make sure that we have fresh content every day right and uh oh by the way that reminds me. Yes. Had a uh, had an online conversation the other day yes. <clears throat> uh, with David McConnell, who was at one time the editor of Starlog Magazine. Hey. And he has agreed, tentatively, we've got to schedule it, but he has agreed to do a half hour live from the bunker. Excellent. We're going to interview him about his time at Starlog. Awesome. And uh, uh, just got to set it up. Just got to find the time to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and he's also, and it, it turns out, he told me, speaking of Star Wars, since we're on, on the topic of Star Wars, um, Charles Lippincott. Mm-hmm. Charlie Lippincott. In 1976, at Mid-America One. Right. The World Con that mm-hmm. was in Kansas City back in the day. Charles Lippincott put together... The presentation for this new indie film from 20th Century Fox that some kid named Lucas had done. Right. He is recreating that presentation for this year's World Con. Is he really? He's going to be there, and he's going to have... Oh, that's fantastic. The 1976, this is what we put out to promote Star Wars, is going to be at World Con this year. Oh, that's fantastic. And we're going to be there too. And we're going to be there too. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. We're going to have, we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. We're probably going to end up having to get a couple of Chewbacca masks. You know that. If we can find them, I don't know that I'm going to wear one, but I'll let my kid wear we one. Maybe I don't know that I. Do we have an intern now? I don't know that. You know? Are they still alive? You know <clears throat> about that? I need to send an email because we're supposed to have an intern. Oh dear. And the intern was waiting for the school to send him some stuff. I was waiting for the school to send him some stuff, and I don't know that that's happened yet. So, what did you send him to the dog park? No, 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 no. Because there are no dogs allowed in the dog park. That's right. Or interns. <laughs> uh, uh, this year's 
they have finished this this season of <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale is over. Oh yeah. So there's they're on their hiatus because they're, they're touring now. A hiatus. Yeah. For audio, for podcasts and stuff. Yeah. I know. What? Well, okay. See, so so I spend a inordinate amount of my day. Yes. In behind the wheel of a car. Um, boxy looking thing it is boxy looking thing it is it is one of the least attractive and cool looking jeeps you will ever see um i keep seeing that people have bought them and are driving them as personal vehicles and i don't know what's wrong with these people um but it does have very good air conditioning which i'm very pleased (laughs) about in the last (laughs) few days when when it has been uncomfortably warm here in in kansas city and 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 i have great sympathy and concern for the folks who are out west who are fighting 110 120 degree temperatures uh i i feel your pain um i'm not dealing with that kind of stuff here but i'm also moving around a lot in this heat so but anyway um so i've been watch listening to a lot of podcasts and that is actually the problem is that all of them have seasons that end and there's like three month long gaps in between the end of the season and the beginning and i'm going but now what but you're in the show hole. Oh God, it's terrible because uh, because there's a, so what because because I'm a science fiction and a horror fan. I'm, those are the ones I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I found some very interesting. And, and we should we'll we'll do a pod we'll do an, an episode where I, I I give you guys some great recommendations of stuff you should be listening to in terms of science fiction and horror podcasting stuff. There's some really cool stuff out there. But I'm burning through all of it at a ridiculous rate <laughs> <laughs> because I I will go through a season of a show in two days. You know what you ought to do. You know what you ought to do. Yeah. Is um, record stream of consciousness Lovecraftian type of stuff <laughs> while you while you're driving <laughs> and just see what happens. God. No, no, no. I'm, I drive down one of the major arteries of Kansas City. This would it would be such a required censored version. I mean, it'd be just be like you pull over. Why are you? Why are you moving that way? No, no. Oh, the horror! Why are you breaking? Why are you breaking? Why are you breaking? There's no. Re- why are you slowing down? This is a 65. What's wrong with you? No, yeah, no, no, no. But but take take your you know whatever your running commentary is for go. driving. And translate it into Lovecraftian Into Lovecraftian speak. horror, yeah. It's, yes, it's, and, you know. It is it is sort of an elder's experience. Translate everything into your, mon- you know, all of the cars of the different monsters, oh, right? Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, So, well, sure. and the first, the fun part is, is that, of course, my, my job is, I, I deal with pathologists in long hospital hallways, and and it just kills me that there's no way I can film there. They won't let you. Well, HIPAA laws and, oh, and, sure, and patient sure. confidentiality and all those things, which is, are, yes. These but are, that wouldn't prevent you from shooting in the hallways. Well, potentially, because if you were to ca- catch anything on film or a patient on film or anything like that, you know. All right. And, and while there are certainly parts of the of the building that I'm in that don't have any patients, I, I do cross paths with them. But anyway, um, and yeah, get the legal department of a hospital involved. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, not just a hospital, a hospital system, which is which is even worse. Even more lawyers. But and they're you know, but anyway, uh yeah, it kills me because I'm like, this is like all the horror film right here. You know? <laughs> and uh I I pose, I've used a few I've used a few photos that I've taken into some manipulations with the various stuff for the horror for me stuff. I'm gonna start actually gonna start posting I think I think I'm gonna go like start posting one of those a day just to see what people think. Um, we've we've talked a little about we've science fiction art and fantasy art and and, uh-huh. and we've got some you know I I do photo stuff 
for long, creepy hallways. Um, so maybe we'll see if we can do some horror art, and maybe that'll kick some stuff off. But it's we need we need to open that up for for people to submit their artwork. But we've oh, got to yeah. figure out we've got to figure out some way to. I guess we've got to come up with the legalese for the submission forms, just to you know, just to cover and and make sure that everything's on the on the up and up from the legality side. Oh yeah, of yeah. Well, but, I mean, we should uh, we should probably see about you know figuring out how to make that into some sort of competition. Yeah. Where they get something cool from, say, our, our sponsor. SuperheroStuff.com. Yeah. Which, conveniently enough... See the light, see what yeah. I did there. <laughs> uh, it, it, is, it is time to hear from them. We do appreciate their continued support. Um, they've, they've been very generous with, uh, with letting us have stuff every month. Um, so we're going to take a break. We're going to let you hear from them. We're going to refill our coffee mugs. I still don't have a coffee sponsor for our podcast. Which is a terrible, terrible shame. It is. Dear it coffee is. manufacturers. I found one, though, that I think... We consume a lot. I haven't... I don't know that I've... I've contacted them. I haven't heard back from them, so I'm going to have to follow up. But I, I found one the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's the... The um, the logo is a skull and crossbones. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, I saw the picture. Like, oh, this would be perfect. <laughs> so, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna get some more coffee and let you hear from our from our sponsor, superherostuff.com, and we will be back with more discussion about Chewbacca Mom right after this. This is Sci Fi for Me Radio. Where can you get the latest cool superhero and sci-fi merchandise? SuperheroStuff.com From t-shirts to keychains to cookie jars and everything in between. Superhero Stuff has added more buyers to the staff, which means more stuff, which means more for you to choose from. And don't forget the Hero Box, the must-have superhero mystery box. A $70 value, just $49. Visit SuperheroStuff.com today and gear up with your favorites. SuperheroStuff.com where heroes shop. This is Sonia Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Hunt. It's time for another season of Sci-Fi XY. This is our summer podcast where we talk about all sorts of things. Yes, this season we'll talk about sequels and Mars and mermaids and baseball. And I'll ask you questions. And I'll have answers. Which gives me the power to make you look smart. What do you mean look smart? Sci-Fi XY, only on Sci-Fi for Me Radio. I'm meteorologist Brian Busby. If you're traveling to a convention this weekend, especially if you're a cosplayer, it helps to know what the weather's going to be like. Rain and fur don't mix very well, now do they? That's why every week, Sci-Fi for Me gives you the weather forecast for every city hosting a convention. Those we have on our list, anyway. And that's worldwide, not just in the United States. It's part of our commitment to bring you content you won't find anywhere else. Just click on the Conventions tab over at SciFiForMe.com, your portal to the science fiction multiverse. Star Wars fans, McKenna Riley here, inviting you to join me for the latest news, rumor, and innuendo from a galaxy far, far away. Salacious crumbs only on Sci-Fi for Me TV. Back on H2O, Jason Hunt here, along with Timothy Harvey. Hi there. Death Wish Coffee. Yeah, that's the that's the name of it. Um, yeah, I got to follow up because uh, that's just cool. <laughs> Oh yes, that's coffee. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, you know, so the 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 important thing about coffee is that it exists, and <laughs> yes. it is. My day starts extremely early. Yeah, and 
and I would like to complain. Um, but there is, it is. Okay, so it's confession time for for those for those of people who have ever found my Facebook account. Do I need music for this? No. Okay. Although, I guess you could throw some underneath. I don't know. Some vi- uh, some violin. There we go. Yeah, yeah something sweet and, and, and poignant. Sure. Um, <laughs> there, from time to time, I will post, you know, odes to coffee. You know, I'll find that little picture that talk. You know, whatever it is. You know, the cat drinking coffee or, or you know Cthulhu drinking coffee or something. Yes. And I'll make some comment about this. This coffee is all that's keeping me vertical or whatever it is. The reality is, is 90% of my coffee consumption is ritual. You know, I love, I love a good cup of coffee, but I've also been known to get up and not have coffee in the morning. <gasps> like most weekends, actually. What? what? <laughs> most, most times on the weekend, I won't, I'll have my first cup of coffee in the afternoon. Hmm. Um, in the morning, though, it's that whole ritual of I'm, if, if I'm getting up at 5 a.m., yeah. by God. <laughs> I will have this giant cup of coffee, and I will have that. I will have that five minutes where I'm just sitting there drinking my coffee, yeah, just, into my just day. to just to have that moment to decompress. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, it's a wonderful thing when you have a good cup of coffee because it is. It's kind of like you know, for some folks, it's that it's that glass of wine sitting on a balcony and you know relaxing in the day, and you know it's that, it's that, it's just that moment with yourself where you can just sit there and go sure. <sighs> I have not had too many of those moments uh, of late. This week has been another MTV week. Yes. Um, which started actually on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I did six days this week. Um, and next week, I got, I got one day next week. Um, this is, the, for those of you who are who are catching up, this is a crime documentary uh, that we've been shooting here in Kansas City and North Carolina and mm-hmm. outside of St. Louis. And uh, whenever whenever the crew comes into Kansas City... I, they call me, and I go in, and I, I'm helping them out. It's a 12-hour day. Right. It's a 12-hour day that generally consists of me fetching, because in the in the production assistant position, mm-hmm. which is something that I probably should have been doing 20 years ago. Right. And, you know, I'm a little old for it now, but it's a paycheck. So I'm fetching people from the hotel. I'm I'm running... Uh, memory cards back to the to the DIT guy sure. and and transporting people and going for supply runs and you know got to go get paper and got to go get craft services you know do the Costco run of course yeah. pick up the dry cleaning for the talent and you know this that this kind of thing right mm-hmm. when I'm not fetching coffee or laundry I'm sitting yeah most of my day. Consists of sitting if we're in the main location, mm-hmm. uh, which actually worked to my benefit earlier this week because I was able to crank out that that big Justice League article right. that I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I've got another one that I'm sitting on that I haven't gotten to yet on all the CW DC stuff, all the DC on TV. Right. Yeah. Because there's show. a ton of news that came mm-hmm. out of that, and I haven't had a chance to do anything to write that up yet. So. But yeah, but I but coffee, for me, I've done maybe, maybe one in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, have some breakfast, have drink a cup of coffee, and then I'm gone. I'm right. done. I'm done. And um, they'll get coffee for the crew mm-hmm. during the day, but it's Starbucks. Yeah, and I don't like Starbucks. The sad part about Starbucks is that for I mean, and, and kudos to Starbucks for having a successful business model. 
they've done very, very well for themselves. Mm. And um, on the other hand, it still tastes burnt. It does. It does. It's, it tastes it's overdone. It's the it's the way they make their coffee. And and hey, it it appeals to some folks. Yeah. And that's great. Uh, but yeah, it's always best coffee. Oh, this is where you get yourself in trouble. See, I really want to try this Death Wish coffee. Um, I cannot remember the name of this. My friend Christina, um, some about a year or two years ago, I had I was at a point where I was so broke, just the way the the way this particular month had worked out, I was so broke that I had run out of coffee. <laughs> and I made the comment that I had run out of coffee. Oh no! And it was like, this is, you know, I said this this is the state of my life right now. I can't afford to buy coffee. And she found there's this there's this place in New York. That fantastic coffee. I, I, I cannot remember the name of it. I'll, I'll see if I can find it for you guys. But um, she sent me a, a pound of it. Mm. <laughs> she was like, nobody should be, no one should be at the point where they're without coffee. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, <laughs> posted something to her face. You know, I love this woman. Apologies to her husband. You know? <laughs> but yeah, so it's, but it's, I still have the bag. I kept the bag because it was that good. It was like, yeah, because so, you want another brand. Yeah. So you need some more. But uh, and I think you can order online. But it's it's you know when you find a good cup of coffee, when you find somebody that you really like, yeah. Um, uh, there's there's a couple of I, you know this I buy stuff from the grocery store, and there's a couple of indie brands. Yeah, know, I do Folgers. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I do Folgers, but there's usually there's a, there's two or three different uh, independent companies, you know, free trade kind of guys that are that put out you know some decent coffees. I should I should put the um, what's that. Is it is it Folgers the theme song that you you remember the you remember the jingle the Folgers jingle dun, dun, in, dun, dun, yeah dun, 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 I, I should find that I should find that and put that under our conversation here, right? <laughs> this will be our musical episode okay so the, that's something else right there is that you know we there are some things that if you are of the right age that's yeah. lodged in your memory yes to yeah. all be patty, special sauces, cheese, oh, pickles, onions, Lord. and sesame seed uh-huh. bun. Um, oh, just, you know, if there's... Thanks, you, Mean Joe. <laughs> and some of these things, unless you if, you, if you, if you take an advertising class, if you take an advertising class, I yes. guarantee you they're still showing these things because, because of the impact they had on brands, where you would have that ad campaign that would grab somebody. And the nation would sit there and go, Apple will introduce Macintosh. Oh, yeah. And then you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. 1984. Or uh, uh, Where's the Beef? Or, you know, there's just, there was these, these iconic mm. kind of things that, whatever, for whatever reason, yep. managed to capture the imagination. And, this, of course, this was back in the day. And, again, it's hard now because you've got so many different choices to put stuff out, something mm. out on. Yeah. Um, and you still have you still have some things the Matthew McConaughey uh, car commercials. Oh yeah, the the Lincoln commercials. The Lincoln commercials. Those are boring. Well, but they're but they're some dull. I mean, they are kind of they're dull, unique, but, but they're unique and, they're and terrible spots. Well, I think that the first three. I mean, really, for I mean, how many of you out there listening to us? How mm. many of you? And, and and Tim, I'll ask you this question as well. Who has? A branded flashlight that shines the logo of your car onto your driveway. <laughs> How many people have that? Okay, I do. Do you? No, I don't have a driveway. I live in an apartment. Nobody has this stuff. Well, so but the thing you know? is, is that the, the only reason the only reason those that campaign worked was because he'd had that successful run in the first 
uh, uh, True Detective. Right. And then because that's him riffing off the character he played in that show, and it became because that first season was so highly acclaimed, mm-hmm. uh, it became a thing that you could you could riff on right. for for the ad campaign. Once you got past like the first three of those commercials, they should have sat there and went, "We're done." Yeah, because I'm driving in my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm driving along on the highway. We should do a promo. We should, we should do a promo. Like <laughs> no, because that, cause that's it's the all o- right, all right, all right. <laughs> the only if I never hear anyone ever do the all right, all right thing again, <laughs> I will be okay. I you know, really, truly will. I um, you remember the Oldsmobile spots with uh, Shatner and, Le- uh, and Leonard Nimoy? Mm-hmm. This is not your father's Oldsmobile, right? Yeah. I uh, no, it was was it. Which, did Shatner do one? I know Nimoy did one. Uh, ne- uh, mm, I know Nimoy didn't. I thought with a daughter. Yeah. Well, I think Shatner did one with he his may daughter have, as yeah. well. Yeah, with Elizabeth, I think. And <laughs> yeah, it was one of it beamed into the car. Yeah. And then the car kind of went, you know. <laughs> Boy, we're really dating ourselves well, tonight, but, aren't we? But, it, but no, again, but it actually it still it still comes back because you you look at you look at Chewbacca mom, and she's that age. Yeah, she's the age where she's got the kids who are the right age for the new generation, but she's the generation that Star Wars had an impact on, mm-hmm. and and that whole you know the the Force Awakens managed the you know there's a reason they basically rebuilt a New Hope into the Force Awakens, right? Right. It's it's because they wanted to reassure everyone. We know. We get it. Yeah. We we know yeah. we know what made you care about the first one the way you did. And they And I'm waiting for Jeff Johns and John Berg to do that with DC films. Well, you know what? I think I, I, I it's so odd. Not to launch onto another topic yet, but Well I know, yeah. but it, but it's really, really odd how how actually much I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad. Just oh. how much it looks like it's going to be a good time. Well, and reading reading the the articles for the set visit to Justice League in London. Right. I guess our invitation got lost. But reading the mail is really. I mean, there have been there have been budget cuts on the mail. You, you know, know that. I don't give me start on the mail. <laughs> Because that gets me started on the clients who haven't paid their bills oh, yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to send out. No, yeah. Anyway, so um, okay, so a so reading sternly, all a sternly worded note. I've already done that. Okay, I'm oh. gonna have to send the bill with the two percent upcharge. Oh, there you late. go. Mm-hmm. So okay, so um, so reading these articles from the various different websites that actually got to go. Sure. And they're on set. They're mm-hmm. on the Justice League set. It's day 31 out of, what, 115 or something. So it's yeah. early in the process. They're sure, bringing sure. the press in, and their embargo is only about a week. Right. And so all of these things hit on Tuesday. And this is when we get this big Justice League article that I did. But reading all of this and reading the interviews and the comments from Zack Snyder, and who's kind of he's kind of you know skating his toe in the dirt and not really answering questions. He's kind of him and hawing around. Sure, but Deborah Snyder, uh, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. seeing a description of the scenes that they saw, um, the, hearing that uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon actually looks like Commissioner Gordon, right? 
You know, this whole thing. I'm Although saying, Gary Oldman was pretty well, awesome. Well, yeah, he, was, he yeah. was. But, you know, of course, he was a younger a younger Gordon. Oh, sure. He was not yeah. Commissioner Gordon like, we, like we'd seen in the comics. But to, to hear that uh, J.K. Simmons is mustache, fedora, trench coat. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get a little cautiously optimistic i'm actually maybe kind of looking forward to justice league now well you know i think i think the important part for me there was De- what deborah snyder had to say Zack snyder he's, he he's, still doesn't get it he's notoriously bad at interviewing i mean no matter what i mean it doesn't matter what the project is mm-hmm. you know he's really good at saying the wrong thing but deborah's a money person deborah's a producer yeah deborah's a person who who looks at things and goes we do want to make money on this and so to hear her talk about what they feel that they've learned right. and what they want to do is actually fair. Not to mention the fact she's the wife and without without playing to any any stereotypes mm-hmm. of, of you know, husband-wife interactions, she's a smart lady. Yeah. I'm sure at some point, I, I, I would not be at all surprised if at some point she did not sit down and look at him and go, let me explain. Well, it's kind of like J.J. Abrams with the lens flares. Yeah. It wasn't until his wife sat there and went, why have you got so many lens flares? <laughs> oh, I guess I... Well, you know... They, they should have put a lens flare in that James Corden video. Well, that would have been hysterical. <laughs> well, you know, every everybody needs... And in, the, in, the, in, in, this, in this political season, everybody needs someone to look at it, lean over to you and go, shut up. Stop talking. Yeah, just stop talking. Um, as uh, okay, and I and I have to do this. And we we do not talk. We try very very hard not to talk politics here. But uh, the Brexit thing happened. Yeah, which of course is is that's the latest news for which which concerns which concerns me on the Doctor Who production front. Yeah. Okay. So I mean we're in uh, we're in uh, we're in production right. now. Uh, uh, Britain just took a major financial hit. BBC is dependent on public funds. Right. That's a concern for there's 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 Doctor Who there's Class Frankenstein Chronicles got renewed for a second season mm-hmm. um, first season hasn't even aired in the states yet um, but there's some there's some great British programming which I'm concerned about in terms mm-hmm. of where it's come what the money's gonna what's gonna happen with the money right um, so there's that um, my family is Scottish um, however you feel about Donald Trump and I will admit I am not a fan I wasn't a fan before he was running for president I thought he was a pig headed blowhard when he was writing Art of the Deal back when I was with the 80s. So I'm not a fan of him now um, because I've never been a fan. And I thought The Apprentice was a dumb, dumb show. Um, But, so Scotland, my people, (laughs) (laughs) my people voted to stay in the EU. Right. Overwhelmingly. So, uh, in fact, the the Celts all did. So Ireland and Scotland both sat there and went, "Uh, no, we'd like to stay, thanks. Yeah, and so now they're actually talking about a new referendum where they're to talk- leave the UK to leave the UK and join yeah. the EU, which although you you now have rumblings that you know Italy, oh is, yeah. is thinking about leaving. I mean, all, uh, some of these other countries oh, yeah. are, are Frex- saying uh, Frexit, uh, Itzik, uh, Swetzik. I mean, just pick pick a country and add yeah. exit on the end. Yeah, but um, so Donald Trump. Goes and this then this is this is causing consternation among political writers here at home because this is a this is not a bright thing to do in the middle of a political of a presidential campaign. He goes off to Scotland to open a golf course, which okay, sure, <laughs> <laughs> not a good idea. But anyway, 
Um, what, it's not a good idea to have a golf course in Scotland? Do they not play golf in Scotland? Actually, actually a little financial, little financial thing. Uh, the bottom is coming out of the golf market. Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the um, uh, the show Kim Possible? Yeah, yeah, sure. There was a villain, mm-hmm. and I can't remember his name right now, <laughs> but he played golf. Oh yeah, it was Scottish. Well, I'll tell you and what. He was little. He was little guy, little angry guy all the time. I have, and he, and he, he was. It was a Scottish golfer. I have always maintained that the Scots invented golf so that their enemies would have a game that they would be absorbed by, and the Scots <laughs> could just go wander <laughs> off and go. Right, they're busy. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, so the Scots. I mean, like I said, the Scots overwhelmingly said we want to stay. Right. Donald Trump lands in Scotland. First thing he does when he gets off the plane is tweets because he's a tweeting guy. And he says that landed in Scotland. Scotland's are Scotland, the Scottish are excited because you know they they've declared their independence from the EU. And I think the entire country tweeted back at him. Yeah, and basically said, "You're an idiot." And I was just like, "Are you sure you know where you landed?" Because the Scots are like, uh, "No, we we wanted to stay. No. Why are you here?" <laughs> so. You know, uh, yeah, they're not fans there, but that's as, as now, did... now you'll notice that in my generosity as editor in chief, I have uh, allowed you your, your your minor political rant there without any kind of rebuttal or 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 censorship or microphones coming off or anything. Well, that's like true, that, so. but but this because is, we're friends. But this is but this is this is not about this is not this is less about politics, a little about a, a guy going to a country and being completely oblivious of his entire of the entire place that he's at. Well, and it could also be, you give him the benefit of the doubt, it could also be that he's working off of information that somebody handed to him and said, hey, the vote just went like this. He is Who knows? Act- he, uh, there's I'm a- not saying that's what happened. No, there's, there's but, actually, there's actually you know. a documentary film that was produced by some Scottish filmmakers called You've Been Trumped. Uh, he's, Scotland kind of hates him as a country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not a, they're not fans. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where, as I was going through my day today, watching all the, all the, you know, because there's a lot of economic panic here. Trump, you know what, you know what he ought to do? He ought to get Chewbacca mom to endorse him. No, the, no, 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 I don't, I don't, she, she should stay out of politics and, and continue to be happy and laugh. However. I'm talking about fallout for this. However. Yes. He should wear the mask. I, that would, you know, you know that that that, that, actually, that might actually get him more votes. It might actually, but you know, <laughs> you know, you talk about fallout. You know, stuff stuff happening mm. that's not not going on. Yeah, Chewbacca mom to bring it back on topic. Right uh, now, apparently, has gotten to the point where uh, you know it's like you know blowing up everywhere, and she uh, TMZ had a report that at Dallas Fan Expo. Uh, she sat in a booth next to Jack Gleason. Mm-hmm. Jack Gleason played Joffrey on right. Game of Thrones, sure. and he was the little kid on the balcony for Batman. What's what's the one? What's the one with the island when they when they the fear mask with Scarecrow? There's the first one. There was a Batman Begins, right? Yeah, that was Batman yeah. Begins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the kid on the balcony. Right, yeah. You're, you're him, aren't you? Right. All right. That was, all right. So she's sitting in the booth next to him. She's charging twenty bucks a pop for an autograph. And some people are sitting there going, "Wait, what? She just—I mean, this just just blew up, and now she's charging for an autograph." So, <clears throat> the fifteen minutes of fame type of thing 
it you know some people are are wondering if maybe she's past hers if if she's past her moment um simply because there's a lot of stuff happening to her all at once and you have to wonder a is is this going to get to her you know is it going to go to her head and some would some would seem to think that you know hey you're an overnight an overnight sensation and you're charging 20 bucks a pop for an autograph and you haven't done anything except laughed into a video you know what have you done to earn that kind of notoriety outside of this little viral video thing sure and you know not to not to put anything you know not not to be disparaging about that but there have been a number of occasions where some video will just blow up. Yeah. And I'll look at it and I'll wonder why it blew up. <laughs> and I sit and I look at our video content, the stuff that we do. Our stuff is good. We've got good stuff. We do. Nobody watches. Well, okay. I'm but... that thinking, what do we got to do? <laughs> <laughs> what what do we have to do? Well, okay, there's 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 yeah. a couple of things there. First of all, the stuff that becomes viral hits becomes viral hits by accident. Yeah, there's no predicting there's it. There's no, no formula. Um, it's like you and I, you when off here, we talk about podcasts mm. because we do podcasts. And the big name podcasts, the ones that have really just exploded, if you ask those people how they did it, almost all of them will sit there and say, I don't know. Yeah. Because they set out to just do a podcast. They didn't, they didn't say, you know, yeah, they want people. They wanted people to listen to it, but they had no idea it was going to take off the way it did. Right. Welcome to Night Vale, um, uh, Lore, or you know, any serial. Serial. I mean, they they, yeah. they no one expected the kind of response they got. So, so first of all, you have that. You have that sense of just you know, random. Somebody somebody came across it. They shared it. They shared it. They shared it. They shared it. It, it explodes. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you if in terms of in terms of whether or not she should be charging for an autograph, you know, if well, if you're going to put somebody at a convention and they're a star of any kind, um, we know people. We have we know quite a few people who end up. We we go to cons. We have friends who sit in those yep. little things and and get paid twenty bucks a pop for an autograph. That's how some of these folks actually make a living in between gigs. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with a, a stay at home mom. Raising three kids? I think she got two. Two kids? Two, two kids. Well, two kids. Okay, well, kids. one kid is not cheap. Two Any kids. kids. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it's so added income that she can do that. And if people want to, and, and if people want to give her the 20 bucks. That's right. Supply and demand. Exactly. As long, as long as they want to do that, then I say let her get the 20 bucks per month. Because she, at the beginning, and of course, if you if you folks, I'm sure you folks noticed at the beginning, I, I went on a minor little rant about, I don't know, not really a rant, but I just think that we have plenty of people who are famous who are just being famous. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what does Kim Kardashian provide aside from the occasional half-naked cover? Right. And for a given value of whatever you think that's worth. You know, but what, it, you know, and no, no I'm, you know, I'm, you know what, hey, you, congratulations to you, uh, Kardashian family and, and, and the girls and everything. Yeah. Good, you know, congratulations to, to, to having the lives you've got. Okay, fine. But in terms of what, what joy, what pleasure do you get out of that or do I get out of that or whoever, yeah. 
I got a lot more fun out of watching this lady have a good time wearing a Chewbacca mask. Um, and just being just being tickled and having and just, that to me is worth might be worth twenty bucks at a convention. I've I've heard in a couple of different places. Limbaugh said it. Uh, Peter Weller has has said it. Um, uh, when I was when I was at college in, at University of North Texas, mm-hmm. long long time ago, two three weeks. Yeah, uh, Peter Weller came spoke to our film class. Uh huh. And this is right after Ro- RoboCop days, and you know this is a long time ago. Right. But Peter Weller is a graduate of University of North Texas. Mm-hmm. He was part of their jazz program, and you know he plays the trumpet. Right. And he was talking to us, and they were asking him, you know, what what use is the degree? Should we stay in? You know, do we have to fit? You know, do we need to finish our degree? Can, what, what if there's one of us, you know, what if some of us just want to go and we want to just go make the movies? And um, and Weller was like, if you know what you want to do, go do it. Mm-hmm. And of course. <laughs> <laughs> that, that advice I kind of I've kind of I kind of followed at the time sure you know dropping out of college because I knew everything uh, turns out that was a mistake yeah um, I didn't know everything um, I still don't but you always think you know more when you're younger uh yeah yeah from about 20 to, from think, about tw- uh, 18 to 25 oh yes there's a certain you know there's yes. a certain uh uh I know all things, and I'm right in all things. Mm-hmm. And the moment when you wake up and realize, oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, that's an important moment. Yes, I had, I had, I've, I've had several moments like that <laughs> so throughout funny. my adult life. But it's, um, the, it's the first one. It's that. It's that first one. You sit there and go, oh yeah, my parents might have known what they were talking about. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, so but but the advice that they've that, that I've heard from a number of places. Find something that you love to do mm-hmm. and find a way to make money doing it. Right. Here's an article here, businesstocommunity.com. Mm-hmm. Content marketing lessons from the Chewbacca mask mom. Ah. <clears throat> it's an article by Johnny Rosen posted June 24th. And I'm not going to go through it, but he's he's basically doing a little bit of analysis on this video, why it went viral. And turns out she... Candace Payne has about 1,600 friends on Facebook, and she's got over 720,000 followers uh-huh. on Facebook. So so Facebook is set up now to where we have the personal connection with the friending right. of Facebook. But if I don't know you, but I still want to keep track of what it is that you're up to, mm-hmm. I can follow your page. Right. I have, so, four, I have yeah. 45 followers on Facebook. I, I have a few. Of which I know three. So, so that is one of the things that builds into this this her video going viral and all this. Sure. So here are the little subheads of the different things that you, you know, the different takeaways that this guy has has got from this sure. from this video. All right. The first thing: build community. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, be consistent. Third, have talent. Mm-hmm. And fourth, be passionate. Mm-hmm. We haven't blown up yet. We got all this stuff. <laughs> that doesn't help me. We've done, yeah. Our community, yeah. Our community needs to be more active. We've got uh, you know sixteen hundred followers on Facebook. And we've got twenty five, twenty six hundred followers on Twitter. We got all you know five five or six hundred people following us on on Pinterest. But they they don't do much. 
Well, but they, you know. And, and, and I don't want to get into that again uh, because it's, you know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm a broken record and I've been told that I repeat things a lot <laughs> and I should stop that right now. Well, you know, the, uh, uh, we're very, we're, we're grateful for everybody who follows us. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like I'm sitting there thumbing my nose at the people who do, you know, participate and, and are there right, because, no. you know, every little bit helps. But yeah, no. There's there's an uh, there's a question of where people get excited about something you, you, that you're doing in a way that that blows things out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, I have some I have some plans, some things I have been discussing. We've got several things that are that oh, we've got all kinds of things. But I have, cooking in the I have in other the hopper. I have other things. Oh. I have, well, are you, these things that you've discussed with me yet? No, not yet. But you, oh, okay. you, may, you may you may remember a certain uh, uh, series of short films that we were going to do a while back, involving a um, a couple in suburbia. Let's say that um, involving a former hero and a former villain. Oh, oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Um, the the person who came up with that idea and I are discussing the fact to turn that into a podcast, so that we actually have our uh, oh an, interesting an, yeah because it's it's something that we can we can one of the stumbling blocks so that we we had we had headed in for the folks at at home we had attempted to develop a series of, of short films mm-hmm. that um, the basic premise is is uh, very funny yes <laughs> and. There just there were logistics issues, and we the original actress that we wanted to play the part um, had had moved away, and and all these different things, and and it was there was expenses and just producing what we wanted to do, right? Um, and this was before the podcast explosion. This is yeah, before, this was a long time ago. Yeah, this was a long time ago, and it's an idea that we really really loved, and just really wish we could come back to. And since I do spend so much time in the car listening to podcasts, and a lot of them are cast production podcasts, I sat there and I. Um, our friend Brian Boy, who was the, the writer of the original the original pitch to this, I said, how would you feel about it? He was like, oh. So I like that idea. We're seeing we develop it because it, yeah. is, it is something that, that nobody else is doing. And mm-hmm. it is very funny. Well, and we've got that other idea. Well, actually two ideas. Well, three ideas, really. Yeah. Um, McKenna Riley, who hosts our Star Wars news program. Right. Uh, Salacious Crumbs, which you can find on our YouTube channel. She came to me a couple, two, three weeks ago mm-hmm. with an idea for a segment in the show. Yeah. Which is basically Cribs, Star Wars Cribs. Okay. Going to fans' residence mm-hmm. or office or where, wherever it is that they have their collection. Sure. And doing a little quick video bit on... Their Star Wars stuff. Well, Look at all this Star Wars sure, stuff yeah, that we've yeah. got. So I think, yeah, that's that's going to be a fun bit. Um, and then, of course, we've got our idea that I'm, I'm not going to reveal yet because we've still got to develop this and figure out how we're going to make it work. Right, yes, because yes, Because yes. we've got to have money for it. Um, but then there was another idea that I had. Should, should I say? It, it's it's a Star Wars related one. Right. You know, it's a, it's I, I a that's second... probably where you should you should stop. Okay. Just right, because right. you know, it's I'll, it, I think it's gonna it yet. I think it's gonna be so much fun when you do when we do it. And, well, and that's just, it, is, it is such a funny idea. The idea well, the ideas that that have kind of gotten you and I excited about this mm-hmm. is the ones that are funny. The ones yeah. that are that And maybe that's what we're missing. 
we don't have maybe our site doesn't have a sense of humor or something. I don't know. I've, <laughs> well, no, it's not, it's, but, not, it's not that. No, it's just I, we. And I think that when you look at we look at some of our individual articles, sometimes we are very funny. I think that you know. See, I'm not though, and maybe maybe the site reflects too much of my personality. I'm I'm the grumpy well, old man. No, but it get off my lawn. Well, type no, it, and, no, it, it's 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 a new site. I mean, for all the fact that you know we. The majority of what we do is, you know, it's commentary. And whether mm-hmm. it's commentary on news or commentary on, on a show or a film in terms of in terms of a review, yeah. commentary comes in really in two flavors. There's the, you know, straight commentary where you are these are the facts, this is the information that we're putting out. And then there's then there's the opinion. Yeah. And the opinion is where you find the find the humor a lot of the times. I mean, you know, and you know stuff when you know when Dustin does stuff on his own, or we do the pod the, the podcast I do with Dustin, or the reviews that we write were were snarky, or you know we've got that one we've got that one giggle line in the middle of an article that that you know we were very very proud of. It's like that's a funny line, yeah. You know, but so the you know a significant chunk of what you do is the straight news stuff, and yeah. so there's not there's not a place for that humor. So I don't think I don't think that's something that you know, well you could you could do it there. But I don't know. You necessarily want to. I yeah, mean, that's, I don't, it just—it's just not something that I've just—I've I've just not done it. Well, it's and, and I think that's fine because we, one of the things that we do, and we hope that folks know, notice this, is that you have from the beginning wanted everyone to understand that there's a, uh, there's a journalism focus mm. for that sort of thing for the comment some of it. Yeah, for for the yeah. re, for the reviews and for the commentary. That's a place for you know editorials. Opinion pieces. You, that's the place for that. But if you're talking about the news, if you're talking about this is the latest news from this set or yeah. this casting, that stuff should be a journalistic style. And whether people, whether we are trained in journalism or not, the idea that we have a structure and a standard that the idea is is that you know, and and that the great thing about having a structure and a standard is when you when you find that moment when you can break out of it for effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you know sometimes that can be a very very effective way of doing it. Yep. I am I'm guaranteeing you at some point you and I are going to sit there and go, we have found the perfect clickbait headline, <laughs> and it's and it's it is it is the right headline for this piece, and yeah. we will and we will sit there and look at each other and go, where are the unicorns? Yeah, <laughs> I know because it's going to happen because yeah. it will. It's just the way, it's just the way of things, but. It is uh Well, it could happen with this with this uh with this podcast, you know, <laughs> in which we could discuss Chewbacca because Chewbacca Mom is, is blowing up right now. Oh yeah. So you put in Chewbacca Mom in the search, you never know. Maybe they'll find us. So we talked Chewbacca Mon Chewbacca Mon Chewbacca Mon Chewbacca Mon Coffee uh, Coffee and what else did we talk Donald about? Trump. There we go. Yeah, oh, there, yeah. no, well, this is it. I mean, we, <laughs> we hit all. The, no, we hit, we hit them uh, all. Well, right Chewbacca mom, kittens. Did we talk about kittens? No, not really. But that's. <laughs> but all. All we're talking about kittens right now. All clickbait headlines have to have a lie in there somewhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we be, are. They have okay, to be deceptive the, in some way. <laughs> there is. Um, uh, use your words. I'm. I'm trying to use my words. Um, there was a video that I saw the other day, and I'll, we'll close with this. It is a video of a dog and a cat. Uh-huh. The dog is, I think, a Samoyed, white, fluffy, mm-hmm. teddy bear sure, type sure, yeah. dog. And puppy. Mm-hmm. And older cat. 
And Bobby really wants to play with all the cat. <laughs> Please play with me. Pawing at him and, and jumping. and Over the course of 11 weeks, they videotaped their right. interaction between the Samoyed puppy and the cat. And at first, the cat was just like, you know, arching his back and backing up and bouncing right, yeah, back. Yeah. And, you know, leave me alone type of thing, right? And eventually... They start to, you know, they start to interact and they start pawing at each other and they're playing and they're getting sure. along and whatnot. What I'm struck by is how much the Samoyed grew in those alone. <laughs> that's the one thing that I noticed at the end of the video. I was like, man, he's gotten big. You know, because like, it's a noticeable difference between when he uh-huh. starts and, yeah. and the last the last clip of this of this thing. Wow, that's a lot. I don't want a dog that big. Um, okay, you think that's bad? Okay, I will, I'll extend this a little bit longer because this last weekend we, uh, Dustin, and and our friend Paul Campbell, who mm. we, who made movies with for a while now, and who has been out of it for a long time. Right. And Dustin's been out of it for a year. Uh, I've been in it, but haven't made directed anything for a year and a half. So we got together, and made a movie this last weekend right. for the one night stand film competition, and we had a great time. Our film did not win. It's not even a great movie, but we had a good time. It was, sure, it was, that's, a, that's it was a good day. Yeah. But uh, Paul brought along two of the kids. He, 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 lives, he, he lives with friends, and, and he's helped raise these kids. And they're teenagers, and they're tall. And I remember when I moved here in 2005, they were tiny little things. Yes. And, and it's like, wow, they all grew up. But one of Dustin's, Dustin's youngest daughter is she's like six inches taller than she was when I met her. Mm-hmm. And, she's oh, like, yeah. and she's four. So yeah. I'm just like, whoa, hang on, stop. Yeah. These these children are going to be giants. They will tower over us. They will carry <laughs> us up the stairs. That's what, mark my words, they will, we will, they will take care of us in our dotage. <laughs> All right. Well, dotage is, is, is a good way to, to wrap up. That's going to do it for us. If you have opinions on Chewbacca Mom, Yes. Uh, you can share those with us, H2O at SciFiForMe.com. And, uh, of course, you can leave a comment on all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, YouTube, Pinterest. You said it twice. I said it twice. Uh, we're, on, we're on Tumblr. Tumblr and uh, Twitch. Yes. Don't be a porn bot. Twi- Man, Twitch has just gotten us everywhere. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to complain about it now. Um, so, so, yeah, there's all the social media. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Um, share us with your friends. Please. If, if you've got, if you've got people that you sit there and think, Hey, I know somebody who might enjoy listening to this, uh, or reading, uh, reading our articles. We do try to put, you know, fresh content on the site all the time as much as we can. So, I mean, you know, we've got plenty of recaps. You talk about being Scottish. We got recaps of Outlander. We do. We have uh, Good a show new, from new recaps, brand new recaps of the last ship. Yes. Uh, which just started back up. Uh, season three, um, mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, we've got a number of podcasts that you can find on podcast.com and iTunes and on our main site, sci-fi.com. And a programming note, we are folding Horror for Me into the Sci-Fi for Me site as its own section um, for a number of reasons, uh, tracking and organization and logistics and all of that. So eventually HorrorForMe.com will will link back to that. Um, but yeah, we're, you've got Winona Earp recaps mm-hmm. right. and, uh, you know, with fall season coming just around the corner, we've got a 
all sorts of shows oh, we're going to cover. Yes. So, uh, so we're looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to hearing from you with your uh, with your commentary, your reaction, your thoughts that you can share on any of our shows. H2O at SciFiForMe.com. And that's going to do it for us this week. Timothy Harvey. Always a pleasure, sir. My name is Jason Hunt. On behalf of all of us here at Sci-Fi For Me, thank you very much for listening. And we will be back next week with episode 120 on Sci-Fi For Me Radio. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2016 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio.